shooting from the hip because we've got loads of spunk to give. All right. It's really early. That's a, it's, that's a quite a guttery song for such an early time of day. Is it early? I feel like your life's about to get a whole lot earlier. Well, it's 9.30 in the morning and you say, is it early? What time did you get up? Uh, six o'clock, I woke up. Why did you I get wait... up at six o'clock? Well, I didn't. I lay in bed, but the birds, I get up with the birds. I'm a man of nature. I like to plug into my environment. It, it cleanses me soul. Uh, so I shut the window, shouted at the fucking blackbirds. Um... <laughs> do, you, do you not set an alarm then? You don't need an alarm. I don't technically need an alarm, but we do have an alarm. So at half seven, right, every morning, um, our two bedside lamps turn on. And then... uh, They turn on, what, by themselves? Where are you living in? Like, fucking 2035? In the future, man. I'm in the future. This is a podcast across the ages. How does that work? I don't even know how you would do that. Smart bulbs, smart technology. Uh, And then my HomePod at the side of the bed starts playing... Um, a nice gentle mu- bit of music. Now Nick plays uh, something off the Tron Legacy album to wake himself up. Yeah, because he's a fucking robot, and uh, <laughs> he is a robot sent from the future to go shopping with his trolley and Dominic Diamond in tow. Um, so I'm going to do that. I'm going to have just a little thing, a little tune that I. Every, but I did it a few years ago in our old house with uh, Will I Am. Good morning. Oh, you sourced a specific morning song. Yes, right. So, so whenever there's a, um, this is your most downloaded and streamed songs in the history of Apple Music. Mine is always Will I Am. Good morning. Oh, I don't know about that. I mean, there must be better morning songs. Could you have a Beatles song? Um, dun, 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 dun. Good morning! Good morning! Good morning! Yeah. It's a bit, bit mental, that one, to wake up to. Yeah, but you get think, you up. Get you up and going. I think he's getting attacked. Well, yeah, but you're out. You're up. You know, once yeah, you've yeah. jumped out of bed, expecting the worst, you can't really get back into bed because you're up. So, mm. it's like a it's like, shock. It's like a comb across my head. There you go. Get on the I've bus. Been singing, have a smoke. Uh, I've been singing. I've been singing a Beatles song to my unborn baby. So that is beautiful. All together now. Oh, mate! One of me, one of the most underrated Beatles albums, uh, um, the Yellow Submarine. Yeah, well, it's a soundtrack, really, isn't it? Because you've got the, the yeah. George Mike stuff on the side too. I fuck all the instrumental shit off. Uh, hey, Bulldog is my favourite um, proper. Beatles yeah, song. Yeah, that's a great song. It's only and a northern song. My favourite, favourite, favourite song is Look Up My Name, You Got My Number. Interesting, yeah, great song. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's just them just messing, just warming up their voices, just warming up their fingers. It's so easy, wasn't it? That's the thing. When you go and you listen to a lot of Beatles stuff, it just it seems so easy. They just yeah. shit it out, went home, had a crumpet, had a joint, whatever it was, and then went back next day, shit out some more songs. Yeah. Fucking, I can't wait for this Let It Be re-movie, the remake, the, because it was it was put together last time originally to tell a story of the Beatle breakup, 
the Beatles weren't breaking up. They just had enough of each other. There's a lot of love in that room. A lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of love. It comes I don't across... know what this is. What, what is it, a film or what? The, yeah, they took over 200 hours of footage, right, originally okay. back in the day. And the original film, which we've all probably seen bootleg copies of, it's a very dark, dour, um, sad event, event. It's the breakup of the Beatles. Yeah, yeah, I mean, well, yeah. It wasn't It wasn't the last album they recorded, though, was it, Let It Be? No, it wasn't, no. wasn't it? No, uh, Abbey Road is the Abbey last. Road was, no, Abbey Road was the last one, yeah. They just released it the wrong way around because they had trouble with the Phil Spector production oh, and the, stuff. They weren't interested. They, they weren't interested in Let It Be. It was such a car crash of um, like the film and then they just couldn't be asked editing it and putting it together. Even George Martin was like, because ah, he was upset that he wasn't asked. And then Phil Spector put all his fucking wall of sound on it. Harmonies and fucking harps and all that shit. That's not the Beatles. Well, some of it was, but you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, well, he's dead now anyway. He's dead now, so we can go back in the vault now. Get his wig, dance on it. Yeah, yeah. He did make a really good Christmas album, though, Phil Spector, but he was clearly a horrible, horrible person. Right, so you're not allowed to... Like, We've had this debate with Stuart, especially. You're not. I think it's a bit mm, to listen to nonce music, music of the nonce. No nonce music for us. We are British. <laughs> you know, this is uh, now. That's what I call nonce. Coming in at number one, it's Gary Glitter, followed swiftly yeah. by Michael Jackson. Well, yeah, but everybody, you say that like. I agree with you in a way. Like, I'm not comfortable. Like, no one listens to Gary Glitter, right? That's just the, the thing. Like, no one's putting Gary Glitter on. But people still listen to Michael Jackson. So, like, I don't understand. Michael Jackson is an unproven nonce. Yeah, but we know he was a nonce. I mean, you know, it, 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 it's quite clear. It's like, despite how noncey, and he, can, he certainly is a nonce, Jimmy Savile is a nonce. He's the king of all nonces, right? He has got yeah. the nonce crown firmly king on nonce. his head. Yeah, king nonce a lot, right? <laughs> now, he died before he could... Well, there was no... He, he had a hero's funeral. They paraded him through the streets. Um, yeah. Shane Ritchie did a Jim Will Fix It tribute episode where he was Jimmy the nonce in said episode. And... The BBC celebrated said nonce upon yeah, his he death. Had something, he had something on someone, didn't he? There's no way he could get away with all that stuff and be so close to the um, establishment for all that time without but, having something on someone. But surely, right, even in his death, he should be... You know, like they're impeaching Donald Trump now. Yeah. He's no longer president. The impeachment is basically... What you do to so a president? Mean nothing, does it? it just means he can't he can't run again. No, but but what he what he did he did incite violence and people did die. Him and yeah, his yeah, followers. Impeachment's not like it's not like a proper you know, no. criminal trial where he'll face charges. So maybe Donald Trump should go to a criminal trial, but the president seems to have too much power in America. Anyway, anyway, Jimmy Savile should stand trial in his death, in his absence. He should do. A guess, public yeah. inquiry. Yeah. But what, what's all... the point? Like, everyone knows what he done. Like, he's well... guilty, and then what? Like, oh, if he was still alive, we'd stick him in prison for the rest of his life. 
Well, all his victims could draw a line under it. So, I mean, they probably have drew a line under it. But mm. I don't know. I've never been nonced. I've never been abused in any, you know, like this that. Was the, it wasn't just a nonce case. I mean, he did mad shit. Like, he had a key to the to the fucking prisons. He had a key to the morgue. He was going in on his own and uh, messing about see, with dead bodies. <coughs> see, that type of stuff, right? That, when you say that, that is so horrific. Can that actually be true, or is it is it just urban myth, legend? Oh, that oh, Jimmy Savile, yeah. So. You know, oh, yeah, Jimmy, yeah, you're coming in to mess with the bodies again. How did he get away with that? Because the, the fella who works there, the chief dead body person, what are he called? Chief dead body person. He must be on duty like 18 hours a day because people die all day long. Yeah. Must be t- twenty-four hour service to to bring out your dead, surely to God. So Jimmy yeah. Savile just tiptoe. Ah, oh, he goes for his dinner between three and four. That's when I'll go in and do some dead body nonsense. It just doesn't add up to me. That I'd like to see the evidence. And, and well, by, by they all came the... out pretty quick after he died. They everyone who had an experience with him or knew something about him, they came straight out of woodwork and said like, "This is what I saw. You know what a disgusting." human being he was so i figure like there has to be something it's weird isn't it there has to be some reason nobody so everyone knew in in the entertainment circles in the in the 70s late 70s in the early 80s they all knew what he was up to but no one was allowed to talk about it yeah how how are you not allowed to talk about it just being nonced by jimmy savile what did he give me? A Jim will fix it badge, and he's got some knockoff blue Peter badges. He gave me one of them as well. So he's bought my silence. Are you fucking shitting me? I mean, again, well, I can't imagine what it's the, like. Mates to be with the prime minister. He's being pitched up with the prime minister with powerful people. He knew powerful people. Well, more than one prime minister has hidden nonsense, haven't he? I'm sure they have, and I'm sure all the way up to whatever is that big establishment you want to talk about, the church or whatever. They're all all the nonsense gets swept churches, under the carpet. Yeah, yeah, churches, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of my best uh, priest mates were nonces. No, they weren't. Just joking. That was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Fucking hell. This got dark quick. Anyway, anyway, how should we ten, be? and we're already talking about nonsense. Uh, last week was busy. I had a really busy week. I've been decorating. Be doing oh, man work, Be doing God. man work, mate. And in these COVID times, it's just easier to do it yourself than bring COVID, invite COVID into the house. How much to paint a room, Mr. COVID decorator man? Oh, 200 pounds. That's worth me lungs. Go ahead, then. Knock yourself out. No, well, I, no, I've done it on my own. I went at B&Q. I spent a couple of hundred bob. And I, I've, done, I've done one room and I've got another room to do. But uh, yeah, busy. Busy with that. What about you? Uh, working, working. Oh yeah, you're working. I'm, I'm not working. <laughs> yeah, working. I haven't, um, I haven't worked since uh, like the 14th of December. I mean, I'd like to say jammy bastard, but it must be fucking hard work not working. Not really, but it's quite a while now, and like obviously you get, you know, you the longer it goes on, you start thinking, shit, am I ever going back to work or what? Have you finished Mason Men yet? Yeah, I read it in like a day. It's nothing of it. It's a tiny bit. Oh, I haven't picked it up since the last time we talked. So I guarantee to you by the end of this week, I'll have it read. I've got to focus. Right. I'm not a book reader. I am, but I get too, there's too much other stuff going on. Yeah, but you're busy. You're working and stuff like that. So actually, I've been reading like loads because I'm not working. So I've got the, the added time. 
I'm on my 12th book of the year, mate. Wow. Can't you there, Uncle Dreeds, set yourself a book limit, a challenge, yeah, if you will? Yeah, I do it every year. I always set 52. Wow. And how many did you do last year? Yeah, I didn't do it. 40 something. I can't remember what it was. Didn't, didn't, didn't actually finish the challenge. When you got to December and you were only on 40 odds, why didn't you just read some Mr. Men books? <laughs> I didn't think of that. It's like a hack. Yeah. I mean, that'll tie in with what we're talking about today. You know, they're one of those old hold left, left, right, right, up, up, BB. It's a cheat. Yeah. Mr. Man is the uh, cheat of the book world. <laughs> Mr. Small. Yeah. Well, I mean, quickly, I am in a COVID um, donut of protection at the moment. Very good. Where'd you get them from? Did you well, get one what... yourself from? What you do is you live in an area where all the pensioners around you got fucking carpet bombed with fucking vaccinations over the weekend. So oh, we, right. we live in an old area. So nanny and granddad got done. Next door's been done. Them across the road have been done. Dem, 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 dem. Went to co-op about four times. It was just full of pensioners yammering. You know, like when we got our BCGs? You had your BCG. I didn't get it. Well, I didn't have to have it. I had it when I was uh, like a baby. Oh, so. anti-vaxxer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was It was just fucking surreal, mate, going in the co-op and you've got two old pensioners walking out. So have you had the Pfizer vaccine or have you had the uh, Oxford vaccine? Oh, I don't know. I didn't ask. It was just like that, mate. So, so you're with... in, um, like, do you remember, you know, I, mean, I, I don't know if it's real because I only saw it from films. Do you remember the old cowboy films when they do the wagon circle to protect yeah. the people yeah. right they put their wagons in a circle and then they'll go you're you're in like a covid equivalent of that where where all your elderly people have formed a wagon circle around you and your family yeah and you're like you're protected we are protected um the 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 arrows of covid are flying in and it's just bouncing off the old people now it's just bouncing off of the uh the false field Force field of, um, yeah. You know, and we might lose a few old ones. They might succumb to the uh, vaccine, but, you know, they've given their lives to, so that we can live. So, yeah, it's a noble, it's a noble and beautiful thing. They've given their, they've donated their lives again, like they did in World War Two and all that palaver and Vietnam. Oh, it's, uh, I'm, do they realize this? I mean, or is it in here? Is it a ignorant bliss situation for them, do you think? Do they know they're protecting the Lucas clan or? I was walking up the road yesterday um, and the two pensioners are walking down off the field. They've been walking their dogs. And I went, um, I'm on the opposite side of the road and I shouted, did you have your vaccines? And they're like that. Yeah, yeah. And he said, uh, well, if we've had our vaccines, why did you just cross over? Like that. <laughs> and I went, because you're a fucking Everton fan, dickhead. <laughs> Oh, you see, football always comes into it in that area. Um, but we no one knows yet whether, even if you've had the vaccine, no one knows whether you could still you can still carry COVID. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. you know, there's still that possibility that they yeah. can pass it. So. so as long as they stay on the circle, outside on the circle, protecting yeah. you and yours, yeah, then that's fine. They can stay there. I went, you can I went, do what you want. On the way back yesterday, I went to Fruit and Veg, man. I went to see Mark. And um, I always get to the last 30 feet of me walk home and I nearly shit my pants. It's like, it's like, you, 
well, your ring piece has got like a homing mechanism and it knows it wants to dump its load. Uh, I can smell the house. Time to start a quivering. My arsehole's like a teenage school girl puckering up for a Maltese. Like that. How close have you got? Have you got, like, are we talking significant, you know, like nearly shit your pants or? Oh, yesterday I nearly shit my pants, right? So I'm ringing the ring doorbell, but unbeknownst to me, the ring doorbell, doorbell ringer, had gone off the Wi-Fi, so no one was answering the door. We fucking ass, it's like that. I got when I finally got in, I pushed my family out the way, sprinted up the stairs four at a time, dropped me strides. And when I felt for my penis, right, my penis had actually gone inside my body. I was, it was in gone. That, it wasn't yeah, there anymore. It was gone. It, it was just a penis. Yeah, it was just a set of balls. And I ended up pissing like a woman because I couldn't I couldn't pull my penis out of my body. Right. I've never experienced this. I uh, like you, you is it normal? I don't know. Like there's plenty of times I've 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 needed the uh facilities, you know, quite urgently and sort of stumble through the door and Drops everything I got, but I don't think that particular thing's ever happened to me. I, I can't even describe what it felt like. Well, it felt nice. If I felt like I belonged, so maybe, maybe it's maybe you've discovered that particular thing. Like that could be that be called the Lucas syndrome or Lucas syndrome. Ah, sir, your penis has retracted into your body. Did you did you perchance need a shit when this happened? Yes, I did. Yes. Well, there, sir. If you just oh, have yeah. a shit and uh, think of naked booby ladies, your penis should they uh, pop back out? Classic case of the Lucas syndrome. Not to worry. <laughs> Not to worry. The old he'll he'll come out in his own time. <laughs> if he doesn't come out by Wednesday, just pop these two Viagras into your cup of tea, and let yeah, nature do the rest. Easy, yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't know about that. I mean, that's you can buy. You know, you can buy that in a chemist now. I saw that in a chemist recently. You can buy. Oh, it, you used to have to get it from a doctor, right? I've never yeah, had yeah. it, but I'd love to have you, it. I saw it. It'd you can be buy wasted. it from uh, Boots. You can buy it from Boots. I'd be wasted on us, to be fair. After the th- after thirty seconds when I've shot me load, we just I'd just be lying there all night in a fucking tent. <laughs> <laughs> uh, She'd be asleep. Well, yeah, and I just, yeah I mean, she'd be like that. Will you fuck off to the other room? Because I, I'm trying to put the covers on me here, and I can't because you're a fucking knob. Yeah, I suppose you could always, you know, play with the situation, enjoy your tent, take a like a like a light under there and a book and a comic reading. or something. Reading. There you go. Yeah, take the Viagra. You get some. Get some reading done. Sell a tape of torch to me helmet. There you go. I haven't even got to worry about holding it. Genius. <laughs> Genius. Oh, oh dear. Anyway. It is the best machine that is around anywhere in the world. The professional machine of the future. How would I describe it? I think it's fantastic. Awesome. It's going to skyrocket. Only Amiga makes it possible. Only Amiga makes it possible. Only Amiga. 
planet Earth, a scientist creates the ultimate machine. At last! A machine that will give him the power to journey into the mega world. With thousands of colors, 16-bit graphic technology, and 10-channel mega stereo sound. The most advanced video game system in the universe. Yes! Mega Drive from Sega. So what are we here to talk about? Not Dominic Diamond, although he's got a following now because of us. Yeah. Yeah, that was, yeah. Well, we uncovered that particular stroke of that master class um, from Nick. Um, yeah, well, we're here for consoles, aren't we? The old console wars. Console, console wars. wars coming at you like Cleopatra. Yeah, I did. What? Do you know what? I watched a bit of uh, old games, masters, and that, and uh, forgot that. You know, it's pretty good. It was pretty good. It's quite fun. I take the piss out of kids today watching YouTube, watching people play computer games and stuff. But you know, when I watch back these uh, old episodes of Games Master, it's quite fun watching people play video games. But well, competing, I suppose yeah, more. Yeah. You know, playing against each other. But yeah, yeah, yeah. That was quite good. But. Yeah, we're for uh, what's it? The Amiga versus the Mega Drive, mate. The Amiga versus the Mega Drive. Now, have you done, have you got any any science or anything? Or are we just winging it? Facts, facts. I've got loads of facts in my sack. We'll get your sack so out. Talk... What's well, that picture talk... behind you there on the wall? Directly above Which your one? head. It looks like a pair of boobies. Yeah. Oh no, it's a cat. Oh no, it's a dog. <laughs> oh, it's French. Oh, from the angle where where it, it, you can just see like a pair of oh bum cheeks. Right. It looks it's like a bum drawing cheeks. Of a, it's a drawing of a French bulldog with the word French written on it. Because that is my surname, sir. Very <laughs> clever, clever, isn't it? Clever. Um, but yeah, the Amiga, right? So, what do you want to know about it? Um, the Wii sample has got to be back before half 11. All right, we've got a bit oh, of time, don't ten. We? Was it half 10? Okay, don't worry, babe. Whoa, there's me, babe. So the Amiga... Don't forget the Wii. Um, the Amiga the release, released in 85, so yeah. a long time ago. Yeah, I couldn't find a pound for it, but they reckon it cost like $1,300 at a time, which would be the equivalent of $3,000 today. No, I'm not having that. Was it? Was it that expensive? I, I don't know. I don't know because I was quite young, so I didn't buy it myself. Ian McGlinchey had one. Um, Tony Dunn had one, and we used to go round and play. There was, was it the Prince of Persia? Prince of Persia, yeah, very, very good game for his time. He had a follow-up uh, as well. Like I can't remember what it was called though. It Prince was of... again. It was. It seemed yeah. like. Um, you would never get graphics that good again. It seemed that amazing at the time. In 89, there was a Batman game come out on it. But there were so many games. I mean, the Amiga 500 was the most popular model. That's what I had. That's what yeah. most people had, I think, um, which was released in 87. So we're talking like 8-bit graphics, right? Yeah. And apparently the memory on it, the RAM, was like two, was like... 256 kilobytes 
I mean, your, what's, your, what's your phone got now? How many, four gig, four gig of RAM, something like that? Something like that, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, it didn't have much uh, processing power, but I just remember it, it was my main sort of game playing machine for yeah. me. I, well, again, I only got to play it in Tony Dunn's and Ian McGlinchey's Sensible Soccer was the, the order of the game day. ever made. Yes. Best game ever made. And it didn't seem to matter that the scoreline was 74 because you could set the timer to play as long as you wanted. 74, 63, that type of stuff. Yeah. 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 No, that was, a, it was, that was a fantastic game. Do you know, like, my one... When I got my Amiga 500, it came bundled with a game called Captain Planet. Okay. Do you remember that? No. So uh, you're talking, so that was what, like late 80s? Yeah. You know, and they're making games about saving the environment. Oh, is that what that was? Yeah, Captain Planet. I think it was based on a cartoon. You went round and you had to, like, clean up the environment. So that's quite forward thinking, wasn't it? Quite progressive. Well, in the 80s, we were still hell-bent on destroying the planet. Come and drink oil yeah, and smoke your some... cigarettes. Yeah, but some of these game developers were obviously thinking into the future. Yeah. That, yeah, that was a game that came over. But what about... So let's chuck out some other titles and see if you uh, if you played it or not. Secret of Monkey Island. No, but I know of it. That was a typey-typey game, wasn't it? In type, it was point and click. Yeah, I can't stand them games. Oh, it's brilliant. The Secret of Monkey Island, one, two, and three. Secret of Monkey Island three, I think it was. It came with 12 discs. 12 discs to play the game. That was the other thing about the Amiga. You didn't have to buy any games. You could just copy them. Whoa. I didn't know that. Yeah, just get some... Um, <clears throat> sorry, COVID. Get some blank floppy discs. Off you uh, go. Fuck me. Well, I, I don't I don't remember them having Jag um, games, but I wouldn't have noticed, to be honest. It was always a darkly dimly lit time, move yeah. when you were playing them. I had, I, had, I had what seemed like hundreds of games, but I probably only had a handful of actual bought games. The rest was yeah. just copied off of mates and stuff. But Lemmings was a big one, wasn't it? It introduced Lemmings, Lemmings to the home. I had Lemmings on the Amiga CD32. Which was the you had, you had the thirty two, yeah. Which launched uh, and then they went bankrupt. Yeah, they went bankrupt just afterwards. Yeah, yeah. So it never got its full potential. But that was a cracking name, crack that I felt in the future there because I'm putting games on that were on a CD. Yeah, plus you had thirty two bit graphics, which no no one else, none of their home consoles like the Mega Drive or the SNES, they they're all sixteen bit. So yeah. you had a more more powerful machine, but it didn't yeah, it didn't take off. Didn't take that was off. Like early nineties, wasn't it? Ninety two, ninety three that came out. Yeah, ninety three, I think, because uh, wifey bought it me. Yeah. So but the the Amiga definitely a fucking upstanding solid. Uh, I don't know the result, so it'll be interesting. Any other games? Well, I know. I played Rainbow Islands. You had James Pond. James Pond. Yes, James Pond. Fucking phenomenal. But they were all side-scrolling platform games, basically. I remember the Batman game and the Robocop game were both basically identical games. Yeah, but a lot of them. I mean, those times with games, with the home 
you know, gaming, whatever your video game market, whatever you want to call it, they would license anything, wouldn't they? So yeah, yeah, yeah. All the film studios would license their stuff. Or yeah, you could get a, if a film came out, they'd make a game, wouldn't they? Yeah, yeah. There was, I say, what there's a good pinball game on the Amiga called Pinball. Yes. Dream. Pinball Dreams, fucking hell, mate. You, you make, making me delve back into the... Yeah, because it was... The graphics on it were absolutely stunning. Yeah, because it didn't have much to do, did it? So the, the actual computer didn't have to process much because you're just on, like, one pinball board at, at a time. And, yeah. yeah, yeah, that was... You just have to you whack the space bar. If... I mean, if I had the space... Oh, I know, right? You you talk, you have this nostalgia for all these things, but if you were put an Amiga C, an Amiga five hundred in front of you now to play it, it'd be shocking. Yes, I know, right? Because you don't need to go out and source an original Amiga five hundred now. Like the the emulators are so good, you can still play them. Oh my, I've got an Android TV box that's got an em, it's got emulators built into a program on it. They've got like four or five thousand games on it across all of the different platforms. But do you actually? I mean, how many times has we're going to talk about them in a minute? Sonic the Hedgehog being relaunched on a new con. You know, I could pick my iPhone up now and play Sonic the Hedgehog. It's still yeah, sh- shit then as it was now. Now because <laughs> they've never done anything to it. No, because they didn't need to. Because why? Why try and reinvent it? Well, yeah, but fuck me. No, so, my yeah. point is, if you, if you know, if you like pinball dreams or something like that, right, will work extremely well on an emulator because there's not much to it, but you'll still get the experience. What was the kung fu game, right? Where up to four of you could kung fu fight on the screen at once, and you used keys, so you didn't all have a games controller because you couldn't do that. You had a bit of the keyboard to press. Well, I don't know. I don't know. Was it a side scroller? It was a side-scroller, beat-em-up game, four of you. Someone will know, listen to this, and you could do a move where you pulled your mate's pants down. No idea, mate. It was a cracking little game, because like all four of you could get into it. There was, a, I can remember, a driving game where you, you had to change gear, and that in itself was fucking unbelievable, because most... Yeah, there dra- would have been all those simulators... Most driving games, you were just driving an automatic car, press the button, power, take your button, brake. But this was a, a, you had to shift gears and it had windscreen wipers and everything. Yeah, I mean, there was those, yeah, I suppose it might some sort of Grand Prix game or something, you know. There was like a, there was a game on the Amiga called Stunt Car Racer, I think. And it was like, the, the view was inside the car and you sort of like had to go, you know, up massive ramps and stuff and jump and stuff like that. There was quite a few of them. Yeah. I don't know, flight simulators. It had all that kind of stuff. Yes, yes. There was a flight sim. Oh. Oh. I can't remember. Mainly, it was um, people who just wanted to play the games that were in the arcades. So it was almost like... And that was the the thing the Amiga did badly, was ports of arcade games. They were shit on the Amiga. Yeah, they were. They were shit. But let's move on to uh, who it's up against, the Mega Drive. The Mega Drive released in 88 in Japan as the Genesis. Yes, Two it years was, later, yeah. it was available here. I didn't 
have one. Did you? My brother had one. So I didn't have one. And But we did share, obviously. I remember the master system. I didn't have the master system. But I remember yeah. going round to Stuart Hollands and playing the master system. And it being unbelievable. But the Mega Drive just took it to the next level. Well, I think Se- Sega or Sega, however you want to say it, um, like some people say Nike, some people say Nike. Um, so the Sega Mega Drive, it was Nintendo was smashing the ass out of the market when they released yeah. that. Yeah. So they Maybe. they were sort of they, they were trying to play catch up, really. Sega have always tried to play catch up. They've always been behind Nintendo. Nintendo have always had the upper hand. Always. When the Super Nintendo was out first, or the Famicom, whatever you want to call it, that's obviously uh, Super Mario. <clears throat> Sorry, COVID. COVID. Uh, yeah, so that came out in, in 1990. I think it cost about 190 quid. That is cheap, isn't it? Is it in 1990? I don't think that was probably well, cheap. Well, the uh, Amiga 500 in 85 is $1,300. Yeah, yeah, I mean, uh, well, I mean I it even, at, even at $2 to the pound, that's still 700-odd quid or 650 quid. Well, I guess with an Amiga, you were getting a computer, weren't you? You were getting a full operating system, you know. I know it, it couldn't have, it probably couldn't do that much, but you could do other things with it, whereas, you know, the Mega Drive, it's just there for games, just a video game console. But, you know, I'd, I suppose, yeah, maybe. I mean, I would. How much is a Xbox or something now? I don't know how much I they cost. Three, four hundred quid, maybe. The games have crept up there, fifty odd quid now, which I, I don't, I can't justify that anymore. That's sort of why I don't, because I don't play them enough to no. justify paying fifty quid to try a game. If you know what I mean. Yeah, no, me neither. And like, I'm not interested anymore. Like, I, I yeah. still, I haven't for a while, but um. I'll play an old Nintendo game, you know, from time to time, things like yeah. that. But I wouldn't think about playing a PlayStation or something. The Streets but, of um, Rage. Do you remember Streets of Rage? Yeah, massive game for the Mega Drive. Massive. Oh, it was. It was. I can remember my brother getting that on Christmas Day. It must have been. Would it be ninety-two? Maybe ninety-one. When it come out. Yeah. Yeah. That, probably was that, around there. That when we were getting it, I mean, like we would, we wouldn't have got it as a brand new console. We would have got it a little bit down the line, <clears throat> and we played Streets of Rage on the Christmas Day, and basically completed it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was a arcade game, wasn't it? That was ported over. You know, you'd complete it, and and all the credits would roll up, and oh. Oh right, that, you know, this this fucking forty odd pound game. You just done it. It's, I think it was he probably compl- um, difficulty settings, wasn't there? Probably beginner, medium, yeah, hard. Yeah, I mean, I know we completed Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, I mean, look, look Sonic's. I mean, before we get to Sonic, because I suppose that is the big game. There were some other good games on it. Don't know if you remember them, like Golden Axe. Golden Axe, um, yeah. There was Ghouls and Ghosts, which is wicked hard yeah uh was it revenge of shinobi was a big game yeah road rash do you remember that road rash you're on the motorbike and then you gotta punch people as you go past yes 
fucking hell, mate. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I mean, look, look, we talked about Captain Planet earlier. A big game on the Mega Drive was Eco the Dolphin. Eco the Dolphin and them graphics were astounding at the time. Yeah, you were like, oh, wow, he's like going through the ocean. He looks so real, oh, man. Oh, it's like swimming, man. He's a dolphin and he's saving the world. Well, Eco's dead now. He got some plastic wrapped around his snout and he died with a Coke can up his ass. He didn't complete the game. Here's, here's a, like a little tie-in for your Disney thing. There was a great Disney game on the Mega Drive called Castle of Illusion. Yes, yes. There was a, yeah, a Mickey Mouse game that was. Yeah, and I think that was rebooted recently, maybe five years ago, on the PlayStation 4 and whatnot, and it just wasn't the same. No, because you can't recreate these 16-bit kind of <coughs> games. It was the playability of the games. was. For, if a game was good, the playability was incredible. I think the Mega Drive came with um, Altered Beast. That was another game that most people had lying around that yeah. I thought was shit, shit personally, but... It was one of the only games that some people had. Um, what was that side scroller where you were the spacecraft? Um, space area, or there was a space area, but you got extra as you went along. You got extra add-ons to stick onto your ship, so you could be firing everywhere as you went along. There was, there was F, a few F. different ones of those. R type, yeah. R type, yes, yeah. yeah, another arcade game. Yeah, I mean FIFA. FIFA was born on the Mega Drive. Well, the, that's a good point because there was uh, EA um, were kind of ramping up around the time in the Mega Drive. Yeah. And they were like, for, this is from what I've read a while ago. They had a problem with, Sega were very picky about what they licensed for the consoles. Yeah. So what EA did was reverse engineer the Genesis over the course of a month so that they knew everything about the machine they knew everything about how it worked. And they went to Sega and they said, look, we can release our own titles now. We don't need you. We don't need wow. your permission. And they forced Sega into doing a deal with them. And you're right. that And then the Mega Drive and stuff became the, you know, where they launched titles like FIFA. Well, we played... John, John Madden and stuff like that. We had that. John Madden. Now, I think Channel 4 in the early 90s had the American football late night. Yeah. And it was futuristic. It was out of this world because you're watching American football. And um, when that yeah, game the fri- come the on... Fridge. Do you remember the fridge from the, the Chicago fridge, Bears? Yeah, yeah, it was a monster. But that game was so complicated but easy to play. And yeah, it that's, taught... That's like it... the actual game. That's like the yeah. actual game. It's really simple, but they make it really complicated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but it helped you understand what you were watching on Channel Four. You knew what you were they were talking about by at that point. Yeah. It was a fucking phenomenal game. Yeah, so it was um there was a lot of big titles on it. I didn't really like the controller. I had that kind of um I, I think of it like a quasant controller. Yes, yes, yes. It had the kind of curves, didn't it? And the D pad and on the left I'm, and that. I'm feeling a lot more nostalgic for the Mega Drive. Plus, we're talking about, obviously, the Amiga. We we should reference load times because when you had a, a computer or something that was disc-based, you know, yeah. or and we'll talk about it in other episodes, but, like, tape-based, for fuck's sake. Tape-based, right? yeah. You, you, you had to wait while that motherfucker loaded up, right? And that would take a bit of time and you would get noises. Uh, uh, 
You'd have to wait for it to load, but whereas obviously the Mega Drive, the Master System, the NES, the Super NES, cartridge baby, slam it in, and off you go. Yeah, absolutely. Although sometimes it didn't, and you had to take it out and blow, <laughs> blow yeah, the dust but... out, and press the reset button, stick it back in, it'd work. Yeah, yeah, but every, I mean, everyone of a certain age knows that trick, doesn't they? Yeah. Cartridge out, give it a blow, pop it back in. We used to, with the tape-based stuff, <clears throat> um, we used to <laughs> turn the, the music down or the noise. Everyone be quiet! Everyone be quiet! It's going over the bit of the tape where it always breaks. And you'd all oh, be yeah. silent, silent listening to that. <laughs> it's gone through! It's gone through! And you'd be playing James Thompson. I mean, Think about that now, right? Especially like, um, I don't think floppy disks had too many, too many problems with, you would get the odd bum disk, but tape-based stuff, right? When you talk about Spectrum, Jet Set Willy, all that kind of stuff. Like, nowadays, we live in a culture of immediacy now. I don't want to yeah. wait a week for my thing that I've ordered. I want it by 10 o'clock today, Amazon. And if it's not here, I'm going to be incredulous and I'm going to go on social media and I'm going to call you out. I ain't waiting for nothing. Can you, like, you used to wait 30 minutes for a game to load and it would crash at the last second. Like, can you imagine the, there would be fucking fires in the street now with that shit. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. It's, it, the kids now, I mean, we've had Wi-Fi issues this weekend. I don't know if it's the uh, virgin end or if it's our house, but their heads are falling off. Yeah, like, because they've grown up, like, even to, like, for myself, right, if the Wi-Fi went down, it would, would cause me some significant issues, so, and I didn't grow up with it, right, but yeah. if I grew up with it, Christ, that would be like someone destroying the oxygen, I suppose, I don't, like, it must be mad uh, to, like, think of no Wi-Fi. I, um... I know which way I'm voting now. I've thought about it. Okay. All right. I well, do not know. I don't know the results in any way, shape, or form. So, so, give me your vote. I'm going to vote. I mean, right. I started working in 93 uh, 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 on the railway. And I met Kerry at the, basically the exact same time. And one of the first times we, she come round to my mum's 40th with her then boyfriend like at the house and back then somebody would be walking around with a video camera videoing the party and then the girls or the women who went to party had another night in my ma's house where they come back to drink wine and watch the video okay (laughs) like a viewing party yeah, of the party a week later. So in that week, she'd split up with her fella and she'd come round and she only come round to see me, basically. And me and her, she didn't watch the viewing party. Me and her sat on the Mega Drive, okay. playing games on the Mega Drive. So you've got a special memory. Yeah. And one of the saddest things I can remember with one of my first wage packets going out and buying 
sensible soccer on the Mega Drive mm. Be- because we had such what a game it was on the Amiga, the greatest game potentially that you've ever played. Yeah, yeah, I, it, I agree. And it come out on the Mega Drive, and it was shocking. Yeah, same as the Nintendo version. Same, same. Yeah, didn't work. Didn't work. Yeah, absolutely shocking. Giant characters. The ball used to come up and fill the screen when you kicked it high. It was absolutely yeah. shocking. Yeah, I've got the Amiga version on my um, emulator uh, thing, and I play that from time to time. Still great game. So I'm going to vote Mega Drive. All right, you're going to vote Mega Drive. Okay, all right. Well, I'll give my vote before you reveal all. Um, just because it was such a big part of my childhood, I have to go with the Amiga. It was the Ooh. main games. Until um, until I sort of became all Nintendo, which is what happened in the end, it, the Amiga was massive for me because, I, I said before last time, my parents weren't going to spend the money on a console, but I could convince them to spend it on a computer because I could say oh, about schoolwork and stuff, and that's what happened. So I spent a lot of time with that. So basically, I'll give you the result, I guess. Look, no one voted for it, right? I think there was five votes. Fuck off, right? you boring cunt. No one voted, but with our votes, the Mega Drive has gone through five to two. Five so to two. So the Mega Drive's through. The Amiga's out. That's a sad, that's sad for me, that is. The Amiga's it, out. Well, you, you had him. <laughs> you, your biscuit went out last time. I think your fucking crisps got bummed. You yeah, haven't got I a go good track first, record. First round, I'm always out. I'm like always Frank out. Lampard. You like Frank Lampard. I don't start. I had to sit there last night listening to all that. I had enough of it. <laughs> right. I've got to go and deliver some wee. So the next round is, and I'm going to, I'm going to put the vote on Twitter. I'm going to put the vote on the show notes. The last one was done in a rush. Got it out. I'll get this and I'll do it properly. So please... Go and vote. Look, wifey's putting a coat on. I'm coming now, girl. Freaking crank. You're getting in trouble. Come on. Come on. Do yeah, the thing. Getting in trouble. She's gone. Fuck her. Fucking drama queen. Uh, right. She's getting a piss today, doctors. Come on. Do it. <laughs> Here we go. The first one is spinning. I don't know what it is because I've turned it round. Oh, oh, Atari. Atari? So that which, which Atari? Or is it all Ataris? I think it was all Atari. It was encompassing, basically, yeah, all Ataris from the from the late seventies to the to whenever. Yeah, the classic yeah. Atari. Okay. Uh, versus. Right. Who's your foe, Atari? Who is your foe? Oh, she's so. Bye then. Right. Xbox. Oh. Xbox. That's a fucking weird one, isn't it? It should be it's a gonna be weird, but it'll be an interesting conversation. Everyone who remembers Atari is basically dead now. <laughs> well, well, if, if well, if you were a, a, a you know a, a teenager or a twenty-something playing Atari in in the late seventies, <sighs> that was what, forty years ago. So yeah, you're in your sixties now, or the late fifties. Not not necessarily brown bread. Not necessarily brown bread, but codger. Well, codger, you know, with their nice memories of Atari. Yeah, I'm, I've got interesting one. I've got memories of Atari, and I, I feel um, 
you will remind me of stuff. Yeah, we'll do. I'll go back into my fact sack and we'll get some uh, inf- info out of there. Um, I, and some personal experiences. Look, look, look. Well, when it goes up, if you do listen to this, I know there ain't many of you, but when Craig does put the stuff up, I will. I am going to get back on social media soon. I've just had a blissful couple of months without it. And I, honestly, it's made my life better. But I have to get back on it because fucking, I need to do it for my football podcast. But um, when Thank Craig puts you, it mate. up, give us your memories. That's the important part. Your memories, your favorite games, your experiences, whether you smashed the keyboard over your brother's head, whatever it was. I think. I agree with you on the social media. I'm fed up of Facebook. There's nothing on Facebook. The interactions on Facebook are pathetic. There's just nothing keeping me on Facebook apart from podcasting. Um, I chat with the podcasting team on Facebook Messenger. Um, I I like it. You never send me. You never. You never send me any messages on Messenger. That's because of, wa- of WhatsApp, you. Um, <laughs> but I'm coming off WhatsApp soon because of privacy issues. I'm going over to Signal, which... Oh, uh, I saw you posted that thing. I don't know about that, man. What's all that? Is that like a... Is it going to cost me like loads of Bitcoin or something? I don't know. <laughs> no, it, it's better privacy because WhatsApp's owned by Facebook and they're sharing it all with each other. Um, what are they sharing? Us talking about fucking video games and you posting videos of people shitting themselves? That's not yeah. doing much... Good is <laughs> Yeah, fucking hell. Um when you say it like that. Um yeah, I think let's 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 try and get another episode out this week. Yeah, I'm um yeah, yeah, yeah. You look I'm I might be busy at home doing man work, but you're the one working, you're the one having to take the piss to the doctors and all these kind of things. So you let me know, sir, and we will do another one. Yeah, I'm happy for Friday. I know I'm off on Friday. Unless they ring me up and say, do you want to come in and work? The daily markup sheet has been done and I'm available Friday. All right, I'll well, do... we'll, leave it, we'll leave it as that then. I'll do it later on in the day, 10 o'clock if you want. Oh, I'll get a line. Lovely. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, get voting, people. Let's let's get this fucking live Voting's... now. Yeah. Give us your memories, though. Give us your memories, your stories, your favourite games. The time you fucking smash a joystick up or put your head through a TV, whatever it is, we want to know. Yeah, I've got some specific Xbox stories that are quite good. So Excellent. Excellent. Uh, what do we say on this one? Uh, peace, love, and... No, I didn't talk about it. I don't know. We did have peace, one. Love. Something about Dominic yeah, Diamond. You said something. Sucking, Dominic Diamond sucking Nick off or something. Don't know. Can't... Peace, peace, love, and Sega. (laughs) When gamers came along, the planet laughed at us. But this is gaming in the future, and you haven't heard the last of us. Dismissing this is just an enormous fallacy. So open your mind and let it alter your reality. Hey geeks, I bring a message from the future There's a new revolution headed to computers It's 73 but it won't be too long Till we can get the TV to play a game upon But it's time to break out of the house The crazy days of space invaders await us Arcade potatoes, swap the shooting range For computer games, arcade renaissance Pre-ape it's booming days A new decade, welcome to the 80s Pac-Man's the latest new craze, Cubits the rage The first personal computers let loose as Manic minor grudge your time as the fight is truly useless Elite gave legion to we little boys A deep space region Freedom of choice. Now here comes the console, the first one sold, portended an industry of dimension. Dark.
Birth the franchise, Mario Brothers Donkey Kong, Monty Mole, Italia, the others But the list to go on and on longer than I can tell Until the 90s when the game became handheld Meanwhile I bought stories up another time And point a click arrived from the shores of Monkey Island Ever wanna see your drums beat right up? Then Daniel San, you need to try Street Fighter A tournament with all your buddies in your front room It's all good until you fight a line on Doom Hijack your mind, your mama can't abide this Night trap might lack morals and tomorrow crisis What are we doing to our youth? They're shooting people glued to screens with super glue Computers need to be banned when the laws broke Ban manhood, ban grand theft auto Try something musical but if you've a sore throat I'll have on your after, a rapper the rapper Tomb Raider, the tune invade your brain Get in a way and you'll make it taste the pain A sports a game always in its hard fact And a game became a sport and its name was Starcraft Kids used to play with dolls in a house The Sims is the same but control with a mouse, yeah Open world's about ready 3D, hey Until the Elder Scrolls and GTA Wait till you see the scale of the monsters and bosses That you face in Shadow of the Colossus Things are getting bigger, more decision, more maps Millions of simultaneous players in Warcraft All the people, so many people See a whole family can get involved in Sports. And more people means more money, more flair For big blockbusters, card modern warfare Even more people, more freedom, more indie games Limbo, Fez, Super Meat Boy, Brave Revolutionising gameplay and mind blast Constructing infinite disruptible worlds Minecraft, gaming on the telephone Yes, I know it sounds absurd Fruit Ninja, Farmville, Reverse When gamers came along, the planet laughed at us But this is gaming in the future, man You haven't heard the last of us Dismissing this is just an enormous fallacy To open your mind and let it alter your reality When gamers came along, the planet laughed at us But this is gaming in the future and you haven't heard the last of us Dismissing this is just an enormous fallacy So open your mind and let it go to your reality When games came along the planet laughed at us But this is gaming in the future And you haven't heard the last of us Dismissing this is just an enormous fallacy So open your mind and let it go to your reality When games came along the planet laughed at us But this is gaming in the future And you haven't heard the last of us Dismissing this is just an enormous fallacy So open your mind and let it go to your reality When games came along the planet laughed at us But this is gaming in the future And you haven't heard the last of us Dismissing this is just an enormous fallacy Hello, it's Dan Ball. That was me rapping, and if you liked it, you might want to go and check out the rest of my channel with lots of gamey, geeky raps. If you don't want to miss any, then press subscribe and you'll have them delivered straight to your inbox. I'd like to thank Ross Butter for making the video of that track. I'd like to thank Duncan Powell for the music, and I'd like to thank Tom Jenkins for bringing it all together. Dan Ball, Duggleby. This podcast is part of the After Dark Podcast Network.